This podcast is made possible by thousands of dedicated listeners just like you. Be a part of this powerful three-decade legacy of evangelization by visiting materdayradio.com or downloading the Hail Mary Media app. And thank you for joining us on the bridge between your faith and everyday life. What is your next mission from God? We all have one. God has something in mind for us right where we are. Welcome to Your Next Mission from God with Julian Durko, where the saints show us how it's done. They've been through it and sometimes they even got it wrong before they got it right. Based on Julie's book, Discover Your Next Mission from God, Saints Who Found God's Will and How You Can Too. Julie shares unique stories from the lives of the saints to show how they searched for and discovered God's will for their lives. What if you need the most powerful prayer right now? You're in great need, maybe in great temptation, or perhaps you have a moment of clarity and you want to give thanks to the Lord too. What is that most powerful, most perfect prayer that you can say without having to worry about memorizing it or or having the right words? Well, it is simply the name of Jesus. Jesus's name is a prayer and it's the most powerful prayer because he inhabits his name. It makes him present to us. There was a saint, Bernardino of Siena, who preached and all his work was done under the standard of the holy name of Jesus. And he preached the holy name of Jesus. And his story is so interesting. You know, when I I heard his name, Bernardino of Siena, I immediately thought of Catherine of Siena. You know, if you've listened to this podcast, you know how much I love her and how fascinating she is. Bernardino is pretty fascinating himself. They don't have a lot in common, except that they were both in Siena. And their time doesn't cross over. It's It's so interesting. The year that Catherine dies, 1380, is the year that Bernardino is born. It's like there's this handing off. When one amazing, influential saint leaves the scene, there's another one that that comes in to take their place. Spiritual handoff, if you will. I think it's fun to, to see some of those connections. They say that there are connections and orchestrations from God that we aren't even remotely aware of, but sometimes we get to see one here or there and it's, it's, you know, we take it on faith, but it's really nice when we can say, isn't that interesting? She died in the same year that he was born. Bernardino ends up becoming a Franciscan friar and she ended up becoming a Dominican lay laity. They're very different in that way, but their influence was really quite profound. They both did nurse the sick because they both were in Siena during times of the plague when it would when it would roll through um, Italy. And so this was part of Bernardino's formation. He went to the hospital when he was 20 to nurse those with the plague and he worked there under a year he worked there and he never did get the plague, which is a miracle in itself. He was exhausted and feverish and he was sick, but not with the plague and he could no longer tend the sick. So he had to convalesce and take a little bit of time off, a few months. And then his aunt became very ill. 
for a year, and he needed to take care of her until she finally died. Between the ages of 20 and 22 was this this period of a discernment period for Bernardino. He discerned that he should become a Franciscan, and he joined the Franciscan friars when he was 22 years old. He joined a particular order of the Franciscans called Strict Observance. That was their name, Strict Observance. One of the interesting things is that Bernardino will go on to become a great, great preacher. And he had no idea that he would. When he became a Franciscan, he spent over a dozen years in a quiet way serving the order. He didn't go out and preach. It was during this time that he received a miracle. He had this terrible voice, a voice that could not preach. It was hoarse, it was awful. And in his future, he didn't know this, but in his future, he would be preaching for days on end, and he would be preaching to crowds as big as 30,000. So it's very important that he have this a good voice, a good booming voice to, to do this. He had a devotion to the Virgin Mary, and it was through this devotion that his voice was cured, enabling him to become a preacher. During that 12 years, at the end of them, there was a prophecy given by one of the other friars. And this prophecy was given three times, specifically to Brother Bernardino. And I'm going to quote it for you. Brother Bernardino, stop hiding your gifts. Go to Lombardy where all await you, unquote. So he was obedient and he left and he went to Lombardy and he began to preach. And he did all this with this booming voice that the Virgin Mary gave him. And under the standard of the holy name of Jesus, And so he had this placard that he always held up. On it, it said the capital letters IHS. And you've probably seen this before. Capital letters IHS. And it's an acronym for Jesus. At one point, there was a man who had a business selling gambling supplies. Maybe he was a gambler himself. I don't know the whole story. But he quit gambling and quit selling cards for gambling And instead, everybody wanted cards or signs with this acronym on it after Bernardino had come and preached. And so it is said that he made a better living selling these cards with IHS on them than he had in his previous life after Bernardino's visit. And I think that's just a cute story about someone who changes their life and God makes things better for them. I want to give you a few quotes from the Catechism of the Catholic Church because our church teaches us about the power of this name as well as sacred scripture. I'll share both with you. From paragraph 2666 in the Catechism, but the one name that contains everything is the one that the Son of God received in in his incarnation, Jesus The divine name may not be spoken by human lips, but by assuming our humanity, the word of God hands it over to us and we can invoke it 
Jesus, Yahweh saves. The name Jesus contains all, God and man, and the whole economy of creation and salvation. To pray Jesus is to invoke him and to call him within us. His name is the only one that contains the presence it signifies. I'm going to stop my quote there before I continue to put some emphasis on this, this last sentence. His name is the only one that contains the presence it signifies. No wonder it's so powerful. No wonder when Jesus was sending out the 70 in pairs and they came back and said, even the demons obey us in your name. No wonder, you know, and we use that name too uh, as a spiritual weapon, a spiritual baseball bat against Satan. We can say, Satan be gone in the name of Jesus. I mean, we don't want to talk to Satan ever, but we can command him in Jesus's name to leave us alone. We can pray the name of Jesus during moments of temptation or moments when we're in great need or moments when our hearts swell with love to invoke his name and to have him invoke our name. He does. He holds our name in his heart. That is the relationship Jesus wants with us. Let's continue reading. Jesus is the risen one. And whoever invokes the name of Jesus is welcoming the Son of God who loved him and who gave himself up for him. The invocation of the holy name of Jesus is the simplest way of praying always. Okay, I'm going to stop there. That's what the church teaches us. It is the simplest way of praying always. It's, it's easy. It's simple. Jesus makes his presence, since his the name signifies his presence, he makes his presence available to us that easily. That's mind-blowing. When the holy name is repeated often by a humbly attentive heart, the prayer is not lost by heaping up empty phrases, but holds fast to the word and brings forth fruit with patience. This prayer is possible at all times because it is not one occupation among others, but the only occupation, that of loving God, which animates and transfigures every action in Jesus Christ. Unquote. Back to St. Bernardino. He crisscrossed walking across Italy and he became very famous preaching and he preached to very large crowds, up to 30,000 at a time. Of course, when somebody is making change and really working to save souls and promote growth in the spiritual life among the people, there's going to be opposition. And there was, there was for Bernardino, opposition against his, his placard, the one, the IHS. You know how things can get twisted around sometimes. Well, it got twisted around saying that it was a superstition, that it was a dangerous innovation. And forces went to the Pope to try to stop him. Anyway, in the end, Bernardino's holiness, his orthodoxy and his, his intelligence were evidence of his faithfulness. And he persevered under that standard of the name of Jesus. And he held it up. At the end of his life, 
this just gives you an idea. He was such a tremendous preacher. He preached to huge crowds for 50 days in a row. And then he died. He preached up until he died. So that was his, his vocation, his mission. And I wanted to talk about that because the name of this podcast is Your Next Mission from God. And we never retire from being a follower of Christ, from being Catholic. We never stop being a Christian. We never stop sharing in the mission of the church ever. We always share in the mission of the church. And what is it? What is the primary mission of the church? Sometimes people get a little confused about this. Like they might say, oh, it's to feed the hungry or oh, it's to make to create hospitals or all these good works that are evidences of the church. And those are not only evidences, they are the ways that the church promotes her mission, but the mission is to evangelize and save souls. It's done many different ways, sometimes very quietly and sometimes behind the scene, but we never ever are relinquished of this mission to save souls wherever we have been placed in our lives ever. Even if we're on a sick bed and you say, well, I'm in a sick bed and I can't really do much. Maybe you can't. By, to, by the world standards, you can't because you're bedridden, let's say. Let's just, this is for an example. But you can pray and you can offer the sacrifice of your sickness or your convalescence to our Lord. You can unify it with the carrying of his cross and and it be, now suffering becomes very powerful and is a work of evangelization it is a work it is a salvific work it cooperates with god the point here being that like bernardino we should be about our mission to the day we die even to the moment we die as best we can because this life is fleeting and I cannot emphasize that enough. This life is fleeting and we need to invoke the name of Jesus to give you an idea of the power of the name of Jesus and Bernardino's obedience to the mission that God had assigned to him. At one point, he was elected general of his order, which was the strict observant. That was the branch of the Franciscans to which he belonged. And when he became the general, there were 300 friars in the community. And by the time he died, there were 4,000. Those are the hearts that his preaching stirred. 4,000, 300 to 4,000. That's amazing. Before he died, he resigned from the position and went back to preaching. He didn't leave the order. He just went back to preaching. And then we know he preached up until the day he died. May we all be that dedicated to the mission that the Lord gives us, that we are about our mission for his kingdom until the day we die. Pray with me. Jesus, Mary, Joseph, we love you. 
You've been listening to Your Next Mission from God with Julie Durko, produced at the studios of Mater Dei Radio in Portland, Oregon. To listen to this podcast, visit materdayradio.com. To find out more about Julie's book, Discover Your Next Mission from God, Saints Who Found God's Will and How You Can Too, or if you're in need of a Catholic speaker for a parish mission, retreat, conference, or event, visit catholicfinishstrong.org. That's catholicfinishstrong.org. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider sharing it with a friend. You can support this vital mission of evangelization through materdayradio.com or the Hail Mary media app. And thank you for helping us lead souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary.